Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, April 30th, opening night at Churchill Downs, one week before the Kentucky Derby. I'm Tom Leach, joined by Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Jim, we're going to take a look at races 7 through 10, and that includes the Roxalana Stakes. This is a stake that's been moved. It normally, I think, was run in June, and uh, they had a turf sprint that started the uh, meet, but now they uh, have this Roxalana for Phillies and Mayors 4 and up, going six furlongs. That is the opening night stakes race as they race under the lights. And it is a small field. Um, Caribbean Capers undefeated and likely a heavy favorite in there. Can you beat Caribbean Caper? I tried to beat him, um, beat her with uh, Baroness uh, for Cherie DeVoe. Cherie's had some nice horses at Keeneland. Uh, this horse has been on, on a hiatus since last August when she ran in a similar stakes at um, Saratoga at seven furlongs. Um, I think she's got the right running style, I think, uh, uh, along with Caribbean Caper. That's the two I'm going to use when we come to the pick four. But uh, I thought the first two horses, Euphoric and Sutara, come out of the same race at Fairgrounds. So if you either like both of them or you toss both of them. And I'm, I'm choosing to toss. I think they're a notch below the three and the five. Uh, Club car for Colebrook uh, comes out of Madison. Uh, didn't get bet there at all and didn't run much. I just thought she was over her head against just one time. Bell's the one and Kamari uh, gets back to a reasonable level here. And, you know, she's run, run well at Churchill in the past. She's three for nine lifetime, including a uh, really nice run in the Dream Supreme last November. Uh, almost won a TCA at Keeneland last year. So, you know, Club Car has taken a step backward. I thought maybe the muddy track on the Madison hurt her a lot, but uh, it's a it's it's a good match. It's a good field, but Caribbean Caper is going to be undefeated and probably the big favorite after that Dogwood win. Uh, but I'm going to take a shot at Fairness here, trying to knock her off. I'm going to take a shot to knock her off with Club Car actually, um, just on the angle that Club Car has run against better and. I thought it was interesting that she has more seconds and thirds than wins, except if you pull out just the Churchill Downs races. She's had nine starts, and she's had three wins, two seconds, two thirds. So, it, And it's funny, she's only run there once on the past performance block that, that shows up on the screen. You have to go deeper to find other those other starts at Churchill. So she hasn't run there much in the last two or three years, just the one time, and yet it might be the track that she – uh, performs better at so I'm going to take that angle and I think there's enough speed in here even though it's a small field it looks like it'd be a decent amount of speed so I think she might be able to uh, to get up on that angle uh, Caribbean Capers got to be the one to beat she looks like she's training like she's ready and then Baroness is the other one she won twice at Churchill so that's certainly a noteworthy angle for her so uh, I went into this thinking maybe I'll, I'll have a single in uh, Caribbean Caper but uh, I ended up uh, that was not the case. The pick four starts in race seven with a maiden claimer at the 30K level for three-year-olds and up going a mile and a 16th. And uh, I think I've got probably what will be a little bit of a price here. Uh, the odds weren't uh, out yet when we, as we were taping this, but I took hold the line from the 11 hole. It's uh, Dane Kabiski, and uh, that's a barn that... Um, Finds its way to the winner's circle a few times during the Churchill meet and often at uh, some decent prices. 18% on the sprint to route move for this barn. And Lannery's the uh, go-to rider typically for Kobiski. And Corey excels at Churchill. So 
dropping out a straight maiden company at Turfway. I'm going to take a shot with Hold the Line. Going to use Tricolor um, coming off the fairground circuit. I think those horses in the, the claiming ranks there uh, have been tough. Uh, Joe Sharp and Tyler Gaffliot is a potent combo. And this horse has had a good bit of two-turn experience, which I like as well. The nine, Levy Proud, dropping out of straight maiden company for Kenny McPeak, who does well with horses stretching out like this one is attempting. And then the four, uh, strong light for Romans, just on the angle that uh, dropping out of straight maiden company into maiden claiming company uh, for the four. So I'm going to go four deep in the seventh. How about you? Uh, you got my long shot. Uh, I like hold the line as well uh, for all the reasons you mentioned with Dane Kabiski. Um, and Corey rides well at Churchill. It's his home track, and he seems to be able to find those holes along the uh, inside and maybe he gets his horse over the rail and runs him down in the stretch. Um, I'm going to use a couple other horses that you did not mention. I like to try dropping a maiden claimer. I like to try first-time starters. There are none. Or horses that have not lost very much. And uh, Bandemir for Reset uh, drops out of a Gulfstream race where he tried the poly track down there uh, after a fairly good uh, debut on the on the turf. Tries the dirt for the first time. They drop him to thirty thousand. They put the blinkers on. Looks like to me they're trying to win with this horse at that level or get rid of him. And, and, and Pratt takes them out, so I think he's live. So I'm going to take Bandemir on top here. Going to use Strong Light for Talamo. Going to use Hold the Line. Going to use Big Paper for Corius and uh, dropping. Actually dropped to thirty thousand last time at Turfway and, and finished second. And uh, Jimmy Graham takes the mountain and probably will put this horse on the lead. And then I'm also going to throw in a horse that I hate to use, but I hate not to use him. I don't want to get beat by him. And that's my favorite uncle, 0 for 14. I hate that. But uh, And he hasn't won for 30 at Oakland. But he, he did improve his last two races under Rosario. So I'm going to throw in my favorite uncle just in case he turns around in his 15th lifetime start. Let's, go to, is my pick, let's go to the eighth race. Allowance, optional claimer. Non-winners of two other than or 62-5 claiming level. Five and a half furlongs on the turf for Phillies and Mares. Who do you like? I like a couple of horses that come out of the same race at uh, Keeneland. And it was five and a half furlong race there that Mamba Wamba uh, finished third. And Bay Storm, who's my pick on the outside for Luis Saez, finished second. Jonathan Thomas had a really good Keeneland meet. And this horse came off a um, six-month layoff and ran second, the illegal smile. I think uh, she moves up here. Uh, she's got the 10 hole, which isn't going to hurt her much. I think she's, she can run, run down from out there uh, if there's enough speed inside. There seems to be some cheap speed inside her. Uh, also going to use Mamba Wamba. That horse comes from out of the clouds. Uh, might get a piece here. I'm also going to use Sterling Miss for Greg Foley and Mitchell Merle and Clara Peters for Chris Hartman. Um, has similar numbers with Sterling Miss. I'm not, I'm surprised Mitchell Merle takes the Greg Foley horse over his main trainer, Chris Hartman, but Landry takes Clara Peters, and this horse comes out of a list of stakes at Fairgrounds and drops to 62.5, and they're putting her up for sale as a six-year-old, so I think she's well-meant as well. Could go four deep here, but um, the um, Ken horse, Storm coming out of the Keeneland race is my pick. Yeah, that's who I ended up on as well for the reasons that uh, that you mentioned. That uh, race at Keeneland, uh, she was drawn wide, and she is here, but I think um, 
that's usually not as uh, it's easier to handle at, uh, at Churchill than uh, at Keeneland with that uh, wider trip. Uh, but we'll have to jury is out on that since they have a new turf course at Churchill. So we'll have to see how that uh, that thing plays. Mamba uh, Wamba was third in that race, but had a better post in the Keeneland race that uh, Baystorm comes out of. Uh, Sterling Miss, a horse that has steadily improved for Foley, got to handle the turf, but uh, uh, ran against uh, horses that. Uh, are uh, entered on the Saturday card in much tougher company last time, so I think she faced a good group. Uh, in a jiffy, 83 buyer, two back at the fairgrounds. Clara Peters, of the angles you mentioned for uh, Hartman, and um, the more seconds and thirds than wins uh, gives me a little pause on her, but definitely got to have her on the ticket, so I will go five deep in there. Tenth race is a maiden claimer at seven furlongs for three-year-olds and up. I took uh, Vasilevsky on top from the inside. Norm Cassie does really well at this level with the maiden claimers, 38% win rate. You get Tyler Gaffleone. Um, the four, Night Mischief for McPeak and a class drop. But both of those horses come from off the pace. So I wanted to add one more, a horse that had some speed. And I took the six out working. Uh, it's Tomlinson, and uh, he does well at Churchill. And this horse has some speed in a race that doesn't seem to have a lot of it. So I'm going to go three deep. Uh, one, four, and six, but I have Vasilevsky on top. How about you in race ten? Well, this this is a tough race. Uh, Ten thousand dollar maiden claimers <laughs> to wind up a card are tough. I went deeper than you. I, I I did like Vasilevsky on the inside for Cassie. I like Nightly Mischief the four from McPeak. Also threw in um, my top pick is My Hot Toddy, a little known trainer, but the uh, uh, Sean Parker picks up the mount. And this horse ran at Churchill in November. It was a 61 buyer, got beat by four links and a maiden 15, so dropped slightly from there. But that 61 buyer in this field would probably win the race. And so all, all this horse has to do is, is improve slightly on that race. Uh, maybe gonna, the, the poly track didn't suit him well at uh, Turfway. So I'm going to go back on that 61 buyer, which is kind of buried in the. Um, uh, PPs and think that this horse has a shot. So I'm going to take my hot toddy on top. going to use the others that, that you mentioned. I'm going to use Ismium for um, Gutierrez, who's a 19% trainer and picks up Luis Saez. This horse ran at Keeneland in a $20,000 maiden claimer, which was not a bad race. Lapis Lazuli won that race. I remember that race very well last week. And uh, comes back with on two weeks rest. Um, at a 55 buyer, just needs to improve there, and Louie takes it back in a 10,000 claimer, so that bodes well for that horse, I think. I'm also going to throw in the first-time starter keep on for uh, Brian Williams, Williamson on the outside just because I like first-time starters and cheap claimers. So I'm going to go five deep. So give me your pick four ticket. All right, my pick four ticket um, is three four five seven eleven with two four six ten, and I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to single – uh, not the favorite, but the three-horse Baroness in the Roxalana. I'm going to say that Caribbean Capers streak is going to come to an end. I didn't want to go too deep there because it's going to be a $100 ticket, so I'm going to single the three, and then one, four, five, seven, twelve in the last leg, and that's a $50 ticket. I'm going four, nine, ten, eleven in the first leg, then two, three, four, six, ten in the turf sprint, four, five in the Roxalana. I'm nervous about leaving out Baroness, but... Um, I'm going one four six in the last leg, so that's a sixty dollar ticket, and 
with a five-horse field in the third leg of this, I didn't want to go much uh, heavier on that from a budgetary standpoint. And uh, so I'm going to take a risk there in that Roxalana with just those two. So 4, 9, 10, 11 with 2, 3, 4, 6, 10 with 4, 5 with 1, 4, 6. Opening night, Churchill Downs. Good luck and uh, make sure you can, or hopefully you can build up your bankroll to move into Derby Week next week. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. That's the In the Money podcast for Saturday, April 30th for KeelanSelect.com.